Welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker's Studio. My name is Ralph. And I am Michelle. And we've got Juan here too. Hi guys. And we are here talking with Four Corners Brewing Company. Hell yeah. So we've got Zach and Robbie. Thanks for having us. Hello. Paso. Master of Brew. Got the brew master and, and the master the of sales. VP of sales. <laughs> there you go. Easy as that. So we're here at the Black Orchid Lounge. Um, we're going to try some beers from Four Corners. I believe we had the, the local buzz just now, a little sample. That's how mm-hmm. we're trying yep. right now. It is yeah. super tasty. Mm-hmm. And, okay, well, I have to mention that Four Corners has already been in El Paso for, for a couple of years now uh, because it was self-distributed. So Yeah, we, we snuck it down it here like smoking the bandit. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. And it's really good beer, yeah. I might say, and it's awesome that, you know, you just grab a can, open it up, and drink from there. No glass needed, except for the Vin Diesel. Except for the Vin Diesel. That's Which the one is we're understandable. Yeah. It's a great barley wine. Um, but now you have paired with Glazers, and now they're going to represent you. Now we're for you. real. Yeah. You're for real. That is awesome, guys. Yeah, yeah we're really yeah. excited. Yeah, it's definitely I, been exciting. I really like drinking from the can because I love how the cans pop, yeah. but uh, I'm super curious. I like it pop. too, but sometimes yeah. I spill. Because yeah. it, it, it's kind of weird, so I was just like... Bleh. Well, if you, have, <laughs> if you have those violent hand gestures when you talk. <laughs> yeah. When you drink, like... Or you're yeah. talking to a spitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I, I want to try them on top. Okay. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I know. We've never had it on tap. El on Some tap. of our beers are actually better out of the can than they are out of tap. Mm-hmm. So... Unfortunately, the one you're I'm, the brewmaster. The you one main know. one I'm speaking of is actually not here with Blazers yet, but that'll be coming on soon. <laughs> yeah, that's the heart of Texas. Heart of Texas. Heart nice. of Texas. Oh yes, we we, yeah, we got that. They, they, I saw yeah. the specs. Yeah, that's one of the few beers yeah. that I solidly feel like instead of it being better on draft, it's just so much better out of cans. It's so well rounded and perfect out mm-hmm. of a can. Okay. Well, I can wait. <laughs> I know. <laughs> heart yeah, of we'll get yeah. it here as soon as we can. Okay. Cool. What, what cool, style cool, is that cool. beer? It's a uh, American Red Ale. So it'll be a little on the hoppy side, but a real good malt character to it, too. Mm-hmm. Use my favorite malt, biscuit malt, just because it tastes like warm biscuits. That's not the <laughs> <other> thing. <laughs> All <laughs> right. That well, I'm having that. We, we see the local bus. Tell us about that one. And so, why, why are we having that first? Yeah, so this is our flagship beer. This is going to be our best-selling beer. It's the lightest, easiest drinking beer. So this is going to be... As I heard Robbie put it today, I like that term, a bridge beer. So this is mm-hmm. going to, the person who's not really into craft yeah. beer, this is the one that's going to get them into it. So after, yes. I've been homebrewing and into craft beer for over 10 years now, and it took seven years to get my sister to stop drinking Coors Light, and it was local buzz. I finally got that <laughs> Good done. for so, you, yeah, man. So there you go. Do you know how her. hard it is to convert people in this? Well, <laughs> I mean, when it's your sister and you can lay on the guilt trip of, hey, you're killing my business. <laughs> that's true. It makes it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I'm going to say to people. It's like, you're killing Zach's business. Yeah, yeah see? Then, 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 you're no. not helping. Yeah, yeah, drink craft beer or else you're going to kill Zach Payne's business. But no, this yeah. is our lightest, easiest drinking beer. We wanted it to have a good malt flavor. We used some Munich malt in there to add a little toastiness mm-hmm. to it. But mm-hmm. we added some rye to add some spice. And then uh, we use some locally sourced honey. As close as, as local as we can get it, we get it out of Waxahachie. Uh, we use about that's 120 pounds of uh, okay. locally sourced yeah. honey per batch. So it oh, gets, that's why it has a the little bee. Yeah. It's quite rice-y, yeah. if that's a word. That's great. That's yeah. great. I mean, the rice. I can taste yeah, rice. It's not in there, but it gives kind of that similar flavor where it really lightens it up. It, it's yeah. that... Little rye malt at the end. It's that yeah. flavor when, you're, when I drink, uh, it reminds me of uh, Genmaicha. 
the mm-hmm. green tea with yeah. toasted rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, you wouldn't that's want the, you wouldn't want the honey me. all the way down and with you forever, right? right? So right. Yeah. Yeah. nice, refreshing golden ale, like Jack said. If you mm-hmm. folks are introducing mm-hmm. people in El Paso here to craft beer, it's a super, super easy transition. They can taste it. Nice, yeah. sweet golden lager, very sessionable. Yeah. You drink that all afternoon. Yeah. And then, that is uh, good beer. Nice yeah. little rye malt mm-hmm. at the end. We had that honey to make it really easy drinking, but also to add the floral aroma to it. That's one yeah. of the things mm-hmm. we really like. It's not necessarily to make it sweet or anything. It is 4.5%, 4. so yeah. it's a really easy drink, though. Yeah, it does nice. have the stinkiness of a German beer. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I and get. A lot of people always they forget the, the Four Corners or the name Local Buzz, which yeah. I absolutely love, right? Keep your buzz local. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they always remember the honey. Honey bee. <laughs> yeah. I want the honey bee beer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the honey yeah. bee beer. You get that a lot. So where does the inspiration for the art? Like, because they, they remind me of the Loteria, the Mexican Loteria yeah, that's, cards. That's is that what it is? that's the inspiration, yeah. Awesome. Very we, cool. The Four Corners, you know, most people, when they hear that name, they, they automatically think of the monument just naturally, but that's mm-hmm. not what we're named after. We're named after a particular intersection in oh. Dallas. So we're named after the, the intersection oh, okay. of Llewellyn and Davis, and it's what's on those corners that make what our version of Dallas is. You know, our okay, version of Dallas is not like... the big hair, glitz, and glam. Yeah. It's more of, like, the good local food. And we really like to focus on our local area. And so where we are in West Dallas, it has a really high Hispanic population. And so we really, you know, and I grew up in schools with high Hispanic populations. Right. This is part of the area where we're at. So we wanted to embrace it and really make something for our neighborhood. You know what? We have we have something similar here. It's uh, five, five five points. Five points. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of those. It's a lo- it's a neighborhood. It's an old neighborhood, yeah. and there's like a lot of local businesses popping up, and really nice area to be at. Actually, yeah. the yeah. name Four Corners resonates with everybody, right? So if yeah. you say yeah. Four Corners, mine was Drummond and Cotillion. I still remember where I <laughs> I haunted the neighborhood, right? <laughs> Riding around on my bike at nine years old, terrorizing yeah. all the parents. Everybody can remember their four corners. Yeah, everybody's got a four corner somewhere. Four corners or five points, yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Really, really cool, guys. And so a lot of people also ask about the rooster on the can there, too. So I was yeah. going to say, you guys yeah. got a big cock. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. For sure. You got a lot Wait, of people. Who, who's a big cock? That, well, we got know, a lot We got a lot of big this. cock buttons, and you'd believe how many people want to <laughs> And a big cock button. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just very. It's okay. memorable. Like no, all like Zach said, yeah, he's, it's, uh, it's it's the neighborhood of Davis Lowell, right? Thing, Your and chickens I, were around. Maybe, yeah. and, 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 and maybe I'm the only one that gets this. But whenever I see it, it's like, oh, I want to have a bowl of cornflakes with my beer. A little bit. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Right? Yeah. But that's pretty cool. He's the Gerber baby of roosters. <laughs> you know, because you know, there's this. Uh, Rex Goliath wine. Yeah. That is also mm, yeah, the, yeah. the that big cock. So it's like, ooh, let's get the big cock wine. Well, let's get the big cock beer. Yeah, we, got both <laughs> we even have a collaboration <laughs> we did with Noble Ray Brewing. We named it Noble Cock. So <laughs> nice. Noble what was that collaboration? What was uh, that? It was a Belgian quad that we did, and we uh, we Real. aged it on red wine ooh. oak chips. Ooh. Yeah, the crack to ooh, our can is, so is better than than most cans. I uh-huh. like the crack on our can. So yeah. that that's, nice, a nice that's, crack. that's a nice crack. That's a nice crack. I just I just <laughs> opened a super bean. <laughs> So we're going from nice the local track. buzz to the super B. We oh, were not yes. joking yeah. when we, yeah, were, yeah, when we yeah. said that we were PG. <laughs> <laughs> so we were supposed to have this after. You are specifically you, supposed yeah. to have this. Me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Why me? We're setting you up. Is it because yeah. I'm a girl? I don't know. Maybe. Part of it. No. <laughs> All right. Give it a try, Michelle. 
What do you think? So Michelle went from a local buzz now to the El Super B Saison. Holy shit. Wow, huh? Okay. I had this I had a taste of it the other day on Monday. Uh one of our regulars came in and he ordered that. And the fact that it says like Saison, we were expecting something very different. Yeah, it's not a true Saison. Right. It's, it's almost like a Saison and a triple head of Yeah, because child. you know Saison, I'm expecting that like it's a farmhouse Saison. Sour, briny yeah. type. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't. But right now, and, and it was just like, okay, this is weird. I mean, it's good, but the fact that it says Saison kind of throws me off because yeah. it's not. Right now, it's like, holy shit. Saison's a very open style in general. It, it's sweet. It tastes sweet. Is it is it me or is this how it's supposed to happen? It's got a little sweetness to it. Yeah, we uh, so we use 120 pounds per of honey per batch on the local buzz. We double it for the super bee, so we're no using way. 240 pounds. Per and because you don't get it's the rye like malt right the end, there right? on my tongue, I could taste the sweet flavor of honey. Do a little floral yeah. note on the end. Yes, yeah, like a orange flower yeah, type. Yeah. Yeah, we use wildflower honey in it, so you're gonna get a very little. nice. So the reason we set you up with this is we like we love this. Um, as we go around and we sample all the products, it's uh-huh. really easy. A lot of ladies are scared to craft, right? They think they're bigger beers. They scare me. Um, oh. I'm not ready for that yeah. yet, right? Well, oh, little guys are you can line a th- you here. can li- you can line a thousand ladies up, 999. Once they try the Super Beat, uh-huh. exact. Wow. Yeah, they're done with the local buzz. They're this done. Is they're done with very, it. Very, yeah. very pleasant. Yeah, Very it, nice. it finishes. I think what it is is that it finishes really dry, almost like a white wine. Yeah, it mm-hmm. have any yeah. Lot of, I mean, you get a little sweetness, but it's not like you just have that sugar. Kind of like your a mouth. pinot, pinot. Yeah, green. yeah, and it's yeah. not sugary. It's not, no, it's not no, and that's like that. No, sweet. but but the fact that my palate had the the local buzz uh-huh. that I didn't really think it was that sweet, and then I put no. this, and it's like honey, it amplifies <laughs> it. It's awesome. Have some. <laughs> Yeah, and, and we're lucky to to have more of this in town now. Mm-hmm. You yeah, just that'll be one of the ones. Now I'm gonna have to too. go get some Super B, and then have a some local bus, local bus, and Super B. Then. Yay! And you guys you. at the Black Orchid Lounge, you guys are doing now um, flights, right? We are doing flights. Oh, nice! nice. So yeah, what we're, what's happening and why I haven't gotten uh, a keg of your stuff, which I will, is because we're upgrading our system. We only have six tabs right now. I'm upgrading to eight. Nice. Nice. Good which is, I used to have 12, then one of the kegerators went kaput. Yeah. And I was like, well, we didn't really sell that much, so why <laughs> yeah. not make it eight? Great move on the flights, too. Yeah. yeah that's, You'll find that Yeah, really the strong. flights yeah. are working. A, and lo- a lot of people, yeah. th- they're curious about, like, what, be- they don't they don't know what beer they want, and it's easier to say, like, ah, let me have a flight, and then I'll decide. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about oh, yeah. a bridge beer a while ago, starting off with local buzz. So mm-hmm. the flights are the same thing, right? You line them up, and everybody yeah. that's not – a lot of people aren't familiar with the uh, craft. So. And this would be a good a good like, little start to it, you know, mm-hmm. local buzz to Super B. Yeah. yeah. The good thing about the fly is you get everything. You don't have to commit to yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, like, four four-ounce four pours for, like, yeah. eight bucks. And yeah, it could be anything. Good. I just yeah. want people to get into it. So it's <laughs> Very like, nice. 
Just try it. It's one of the most popular things we pour at the tap room. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're pouring, you know, eight different beers on tap, we do our flights by the four, you get two flights, and uh-huh. you, get, nice. you try everything. Yeah, wow. there you go. Uh-huh. That's, that's what I usually do when, whenever I go to a brewery. It's like, oh, I hope they have flights so I can yeah. try everything. So I can everything. try everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're definitely yeah. going to be doing... going to flight out of there. Or I will have only a pint yeah, of whatever. Right? And, and yeah. Like, okay, well, There's yeah. always Lyft or Uber. We need a drum roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get more into the flights when we open up our new tap room because mm-hmm. I've I've boldly requested twenty taps to try to keep full there. Twenty, so twenty. Yeah, wow. Are so. you gonna keep up with that brewing? Yeah, we have a we're putting in a, in addition to a bigger, batter brew house that's gonna pump out all the local buzz and super bee. We'll have a seven barrel pilot brewery too. So Sweet. that'll nice. that'll be my job is to experiment. So we're gonna try to keep twenty taps full. So flights will become mm-hmm. critical once we get to that. That's point. really cool. That's really really cool. We gotta yeah. go visit. We gotta yeah, <laughs> I've been telling you, we need to go on a road trip. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know enough in advance. We'll do a collaborative beer with yeah. you guys too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yes. How about that? That would be really, really cool. Yeah. yeah, we love collaborating. Kate, you should do a beer, and you know, we'll we'll help you make it, and then you put the octopus. Yeah, <laughs> instant we'll drinker beer. Hey, I've made an oyster yeah. style before. Octopus. Ooh, ooh, ooh I love oyster style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Ooh. Collective ooh. Yeah. I think the first time that I tried an oyster style, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, oh, I yeah. don't know, it's oysters on it. And then, I, yeah, because the everyone, fact that it says oyster, you're like, oh, fishy. Like, what am I? Yeah, what am yeah. I going to get out of this? Yeah, yeah everyone exactly. thinks fishy beer, but it's like oh. more like salty chocolate than fishy. Yeah, beer. and you have, yeah. it's shiny yeah. and earthy. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't eat those oysters after you use them in the beer. They are putrid. They are terrible. Oh, yeah. have you yeah. tried them? Like like were you? Curious no. We when we were them? when me and uh, House, who's the, my right hand man back uh-huh. there, whenever we were researching the oyster stout. That was one of the big things we saw was do not <laughs> eat the oysters. And as soon as we pulled them out of that boil, we understood, because uh, it was it was not the same oyster going in. That <laughs> to your friend. Yeah, yeah, that's well, when you put it in front yeah. of your friend. Say, Go ahead, yeah, you need one. a cracker for this one. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. It's exciting, exciting stuff on the horizon. Exciting, very exciting. Yeah, so we, we got, got all these invitations to breweries now. I we got to go, it. man. I know, you're getting it. all these connections. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. We got a question here. We're going to start with the questions. This is exciting. Do you want me to pick one? Pick one. All right. Go That's for a it. Big list of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a lot of questions. We'll start. Yeah. We didn't really ask them all. Yeah, but. No, I, but. but no, I think the one it. that has stayed true, there. the one that we've always asked, what historical figure would you like to have a drink with? What would you drink and why? Oh, man. People have said FDR. Hitler. Jesus. We're we're all over the place. Man, Jesus would be a good one to have. That's not necessarily mine, but what a good answer. (laughs) That's a solid answer right there. You can just have water and turn it into whatever. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. turn it into beer That's what they said. Mm -hmm. That party's never stopping. You're going to get deep. (laughs) (laughs) Can you you make it a favor? You know, I, I have only water right now. Yeah, can you turn it into an old fashioned? Yeah. Come yeah. on, just do it. I mean, some people have chosen their their grandfathers. Yeah, so it's not necessarily yeah. a historical figure. It's dead and it's old. Yeah, just but it could be your important. family member or I don't know, yeah. just whoever. Well, I, I feel like this answer would change based on whenever you asked it to yeah. me. You know, oh, I, sure. I'm the type of person I go deep into whatever I'm in at the time, and then when I'm done, I'm kind of just move on and I'm on to something new that I'm yeah. real heavy into. But I don't know. Probably, probably right now. 
music is something that's always been really important to me and my family. My dad was a musician, you know, and then my mom was into a completely different type of music, and I had an older brother and two older sisters who all taught me something different. So music has been a big, important thing to my family. So I think right now... He's not necessarily historical. He's still alive. I'd love to meet him. I'd love to have a beer with Tom Waits. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorite artists nice. ever. He is one of the most underrated musicians of yeah. all time, and I would love to just pick his brain and get into wh- how do you come up with some of the things like yeah. that you come up with. Like, There's a line in one of his songs where he's painting this picture of this weird town, and he describes a pimp feeding ice cream to a dog and describes it as oh how the mighty have fallen and i just how do you come up with things (laughs) like that you know like it's such a weird line but it makes so much sense so i think getting down and having a couple beers with him would be pretty cool that's a good answer that's That's a great answer answer. i think on my side uh, like you said music uh, mine was always sports and so i'd have to go with boxing which is a sport i was just always infatuated all right and um, I think uh, Muhammad Ali. Right? Oh, nice! Yeah, that yeah, would I mean, be I would, a good I would love figure. to. I know you're Muslim and you don't drink. First, <laughs> tell me why you yeah. don't drink. Because <laughs> if you had Mike Tyson's attitude, I think your life would have been career would be a lot different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I would, I would love to. The guy turned out to be such a gentle man in the end of his life. I'd love to have a beer with him and just visit. I think it would be amazing. Sports what you aside, yeah. yeah. Sports aside, he was just such an influential figure. That, that I think that's yeah. a great answer. You can get some really cool. Yeah, because didn't he have this saying the the butterfly one sting like a bee? Yeah, float that? like a like butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. Like a butterfly sting like the local buzz bee. Yeah. Yeah. There, you go. there you go. That says a lot about a person. Yeah, he's probably yeah. a very gentle, gentle yeah, it'd man. Yeah, been fascinating conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I also just want to say I have respect for y'all because y'all knew who Tom Waits was. That's, that's so <laughs> rare now. It's You would be surprised how many people don't know that yeah. name. Like you have to be a music- musician. Well, part of a good yeah. podcast is just shake your head and say, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're the smart yeah, part, You're like, oh, still yeah, like so interested in the old stuff <laughs> yeah. type of millennial people. Good, good, yeah. <laughs> My type of people. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Beatles fan. You know. Yeah. I don't know what Ralph is. I am list, into so. a lot of different music, and Tom Waits is definitely on yeah. that list. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, that's a good musician. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was that was not too bad of a. That was kind of a softball yeah. for us, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get a little bit more difficult yeah, no, no, as we no, go no. on. Wait, wait for the fetish one. Okay, <laughs> it's I'm still it, struggling it sounded, with that one. It sounded a lot tougher than it actually was. <laughs> All right, let's see. I'm gonna just pick a random one. All right. <sighs> So we've got these yeah. from what? What magazine were these from? These were from Vanity Fair magazine. They're inspired <laughs> by Vanity, Vanity Fair. Fair. And also inside yeah. the actor's studio. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. So we're getting into favorite curse words and things like that. Um, <laughs> That's a good question. Maybe like, okay, so, uh, well, we, we do the deep ones first, and then we go to the fun yeah. ones, because the more we drink, the funner it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, a good, that's a good way to, good timeline. What, what do you guys consider your greatest achievement? Oh, it's easy. My kids. There you go. Your, your boys can swim. Definitely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. man. That yes. Is. For sure. Hey. Oh, we're going to have a toast on yeah. that one. Hell yeah. yes. Yeah. To right. children. To kids. To kids. To kids. Hmm. As long as so they're they, good they, kids, they, I assume uh, they yeah, are. I got two. got a little girl and a boy. How old? Um, let's see. Daughter's 26. Whoa. Son's 24. Oh, so you're you're already over that age. Yeah, they're both out of college. Nice. Damn. Proud of them. Nice. Really cool. So yeah. what what out of college what's, what's what really, they graduated for? Uh, the daughter nursing TCU. Nice. Uh, the son um, undergrad Arkansas graduated law school Arizona last Oof. year. Wow. Nice. December. So yeah, 
And the coolest thing about that? Having a beer with them. Now. <laughs> I was yes. just gonna ask. It's like, do you enjoy yeah. some local oh, bus yeah. or super V with them? Yeah, they think it's cool. Nice. Yeah. That's gotta be exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. One day. One In day. The future. Someday. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Do they say like, oh my god, dad, come on, that beer is awesome, or you should do this, or you should? No, do that, they're really or? good because what they do do is say, hey, uh, we went out and tried. XYZ, it's shit in a can, don't do it. Uh, or here's <laughs> here's the response to uh, some of your beers, right? So they're they're great, they're honest feedback. You yeah. know, that's the beauty of it. It's honest. Uh, of course. You, you can't influence it anyway at all, right? Okay. And there's no influencing it. They're just gonna tell you the truth. But they're great to have. And yeah. now they're my, they're my eyes and ears. So if I can't be everywhere where they are, I hear all about there it. There you go. That's nice. nice. They're like your little minions. My little minions. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, I don't have any kids. <laughs> so mine's going to pale in comparison. Well, your beer is kind of like your kid. Yeah, I would say so. I think that would probably be one of my most proud achievements is getting to where I, I am now yeah. and how I got about it. You know, I... I didn't go to brewing school or anything like that. I literally, The way I got into brewing was I showed up to my friend's house right as he was about to do his first batch. He handed me a frontside-only page that had how to brew instructions on it. I read that and I brewed. And so I kept doing it ever since then. And so it's we, me and my friend have known ever since that first brew day that we were going to get into the industry. We just didn't know how. And so... It was a, a long road getting there. You know, I went to school, hotel, restaurant management, decided that that was not the career that I wanted to go okay. into. And, uh-huh. you know, it's it's a great industry for people who have the passion for it, but I just I did not have the passion for it, and so I wanted to get into something different. And mm-hmm. ended up, uh, once I left uh, SFA where I went to school, I came back to Dallas and got a job at the homebrew store and worked my way from there all the way to where I am now. Wow. So it started out building recipes for people helping troubleshoot and then i volunteered for six months at four corners until a job opened up and then i was the assistant for nine months and then it was such a quick turnaround from old brewmaster to me that it was kind of just thrown on me and we were we had a good team that we were able to put together and keep it going and we're three years down the line from me taking over and we're here now so it's been a really kind of crazy road rough road sometimes but i don't know just the way things are turning out now is kind of it's a point of pride seeing the the crew we have and what we've been able to put together and do mm-hmm. here because brewing is a very transient business there's a lot of turnover and a lot of breweries oh, yeah. and we're very very fortunate to have put together a crew that pretty much everybody that works for us is at least coming up on three years me and house are four years coming up on it we've yeah. been there we and the the newest employee we have in the brew house is right at about a year so i mean we don't wow. turn over a lot of people so that's a good thing yeah. we, we have the same thing here yeah actually <laughs> even though we're a very small bar but yeah those are the best it. places but just yeah. the fact that you know i was able to kind of work my way up and we were through that was that's able cool. to create mm-hmm. an environment where people feel comfortable staying at this at there for a long time and feel very passionate about what we do so that's an I impressive th- journey. That's it is. A pr- it I think is. you read that first instruction manual very well. <laughs> I guess so. Well, that's how I do everything. I'm about so halfway through something. So how did that beer turn before. out? That's my yeah. question. Is how did it? Well, what, what type it was, of beer do you remember it was an, what it was? I can tell you exactly what it was. Okay. It was a Mutton's pre-hopped Bach kit. So, oh yeah, my! Yeah. So it was. It was that's not cute. a. Yeah. It was <laughs> not a. 
not a hard beer to do. It was basically boil that with some extract for 10 minutes and don't screw up the fermentation. So that's basically <laughs> it. Kind of like the, 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 the kind of, yeah. The, Open yeah. the can. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like you go to Walmart market and get that kit yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Yes. And then, like, to, awesome. to end up where you are, it's amazing. Yeah. I think uh, that's a dream that everyone has. Like, they wish they could do that. Yeah, well, they don't know the cleaning that goes into it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody it's knows. It's the sanitation part. Yeah. It's like, don't fuck it up. Yeah, we're then just – brewers are very specialized janitors. We have yeah. a very specific <laughs> set of cleaning skills. You know, and, and that's what I tell my bartender because he, he actually brews. He, he knows he it all too his well. Own, yeah, we need a refill. He mm-hmm. starts the um, – he started the but oh he needs a pen he started his own brewery mm-hmm. in Juarez and he's uh, selling some of his beer to the bars over there nice. and that's the first thing I say I'm like did you write down the recipe this yeah. is really good shit he's like no I'm like god damn it yeah. oh, don't worry I'm you right you need there to learn how to re- like, <laughs> write down the recipe and clean yeah and yeah. very fucking clean yeah it took me a while <laughs> I was I was just like you know I read the stories of Sam Calgione at Dogfish Head starting up Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'll oh, say that, you know, when he was running through a lot of his first test batches, they'd be like, so what did you brew on this day? Or what did you do with this particular batch on this day? And he would go back and look at his notes, and all his notes would say was, I brewed a pumpkin beer. And that was it. So, <laughs> so he's, he somehow managed to do it. So you can you can be like me or him and not write down anything. <laughs> if so you have that memory. Yeah. 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 Sam has been podcast for like, 30, 30 seconds. seconds. But yeah, he yeah. gave us 30 seconds. 30 great seconds. 30 great seconds. I kind of cried. Yeah. And this is like, Juan is the one that was like all over. It was like, oh my God, he's my hero. And oh, I was I like, I just interviewed him. I met him for the first time three years ago at Great American Beer Fest. Nice. That's what we met him. I don't him, think yeah. I have ever been so shaky in my life as to when I was, I was walking I was, up to him. I, I usually don't. Guy. He, he was really, really nice. He's so was... nice, down to earth, but man, I was, yeah. it's just when that's the guy that gets you into your dream job, like he, he, him, yeah. Charlie Papazian, Garrett Oliver, and Kim Jordan were like the first four people that got me trying to chase this job. Wow. And so anytime mm-hmm. I meet them, I'm just like shaking. I've done it every time I've met one of them. I so. think it was like a great achievement on my part. Like, oh my God, we made it to JMBF because of the mm-hmm. podcast. And I just yeah. met Sam and Laura Bell. And who else did we meet? Oh, my God. So many Je- people. Jeffrey Stuffings. Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, my God. Jeff Jeffrey. He's a super he's nice guy. so nice. Yeah. Everybody's so humble. And you think they're going to be assholes. And you're like, no. Because, oh, because, no. because they, they, they have something they're to so back them up. They, they all started like assholes. you did. Yeah. They all started, they all like started, started yeah, exactly. from the bottom like that. And, and I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just interviewed. Oh, my God. And one is like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, like, I, no I can't. I, I, was, I was trying to be normal, but I was inside me i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah yeah craft has something too in common it's kind of a a web through throughout your dna mean people suck and life (laughs) is too short to deal with them well a quote so is is that your motto because that was my next question Uh, absolutely well a quote from sam calzone is that brewing industry is 99 percent asshole free (laughs) (laughs) nice well we do have a shirt where we have our brewer sign so you can, nice. I'll, I'll tell you where he signed and you can sign next to him. Ooh, sweet. I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> so I just want to interrupt quickly. We got a yeah, note go from Robbie. Yeah, oh yeah. Zach is a bearded Matt Damon, right? 
I can see that. Seriously. I, I want to <laughs> show you. This is the first day I've been called that. I've been called that twice, so I don't really know what to I've say. I've sparked that. it twice on it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make of that we're, one. We're in the line at the airport, right? We're yeah. standing in line like in Southwest to get on. And this lady tugs her mom, and she goes, he can hear it. He looks like a bearded man. <laughs> I didn't oh know that's where you God. got it. I didn't know somebody at the airport said that. That's yeah. really funny. You do. It's kind of like. <laughs> well, I, yeah. in high school, I had my hair down to my shoulders, and everybody said I looked like the guy from Smallville, so I guess that's an okay. upgrade. So, okay. you, know, you know how you can't pick your own nickname? Yeah. He just got one. Bearded <laughs> Matt. Bearded right. Matt Damon. Yeah. Don't BMD. worry, it won't stick. Come back for Ocean's 14. BMD. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, he does. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. I'll I'll take that. <laughs> I like Matt. If he Damon. were in Castaway, that's what he would have looked like. Too. Yeah, yeah, missing a few teeth and talking to a volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been known to talk to inanimate objects. So <laughs> there you go. Yay. So All we've right, got go a motto. Yeah, we got a motto. What is your motto, son? What is my motto? Yes. Oh man, pass for a second. I'm gonna push this one off on Robbie until I can think. Well, he already gave us his. Oh, he did? Yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 mean people suck. Yeah, I guess so. Mean people them. do suck, yeah. El Chingon. <laughs> we're now trying El Chingon, which we're going to also combine with a Super B, right? We're yeah, gonna well, make we, a super want, we want to do straight up El Chingon yeah, first. first. Yeah, yes. Yes. yeah, definitely. El Chingon. I love it. This is when I can get away with saying a bad word. <laughs> yeah, I, I like love I ordering it. Them, I love drinking it. Yeah, we had a guy that did some contracting work for us, helping us build our original tap room, and he said that his wife would not allow that beer into his house. <laughs> what? Really? She, because of the she name? She was so offended by the name that she was like, what? do not even bring that beer in my house. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was sampling it, too, in uh, a, a store in, in San Antonio. It was the first time I've ever been in a grocery store and had a grandma walk by and go... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shaking her finger at me the whole time. <laughs> and you're like, it's not like I, I like, what, yeah, lady, what? come on. You know, like, nobody's supposed to know what this means because they don't supposed to speak Spanish in this country. Yeah, okay, so this is what we got because uh, Ralph posted that we were going to be interviewing Minds Behind Four Corners Brewing Company. And he said, muy chingón, muy chingón. And muy chingón. Four Corners Brewing Company commented. Ask them how the hell they pack so much chingon, chingones, chingones into a standard 12-ounce can. Híjole, es como los pinches circos clowns que salen de un BW. <laughs> yeah. Packed full. Yeah. So we're asking now. I mean, it's it's really, it's hard not to pack that much in when you're as badass as our brew <laughs> that, house. That's what they said no, that we should kinda, ask you. How do they pack it? It comes through naturally, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, we don't put any extra effort in putting the badass in there. It just happens. Well, first off, we didn't yeah. want to make an IPA, right, Zach? Mm -hmm. So Yeah, we we originally opened with the pale ale. We opened with Palatero was our pale ale. Okay. And so we uh, we originally released El Chingon as a, uh, as a seasonal, and then it became so popular yeah. that we had to keep it. But we, we fought making that beer for a little bit, and finally, you know, we broke down, made one, and then it was basically George Esavel going, here's your Chingon IPA. And that's how the <laughs> came out. So. If you're going to make one, we're going to make a Chingon IPA. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make it the best. That's awesome. It is. It that is. and the TABC didn't know how to speak Spanish. Yeah, so we got away with <laughs> <a little laughs> it. I'm, I'm nice. glad for that lady that doesn't speak Spanish. Then. <laughs> yeah, she has to approve all, all the labels. Mm -hmm. and like, whatever. 
Kingo. Well, apparently my wife says that if you spell it the exact same way without the accent, it's chignon, which is actually a French hairstyle. It's huh. so, a little yeah, yeah. So the ballerina uh, not yeah, yeah, because the, yeah. the, the so maybe that's what the they confused yeah. it with. Yeah, they were thought we were making a ballerina reference, but we we're <laughs> like, nah, that's not. <laughs> this is better. What what hops are here? They're like chinook or anything like that. Anything that starts with C is what we say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we use. Columbus is our main bittering hop. We do use, um, we switch up some additions of uh, Cascade and Centennial. Okay. We use a little bit of Sterling just to add a little earthy flavor. But one of the main hops that's featured in it is called Falconer's Flight Seven Seas. Okay. Which is literally just a blend of seven different sea hops. And I just so said, yeah, I said because it's so pine. bitter. Yeah. The yeah. It's pretty muted for a lot of IPAs as far as the bitterness. It doesn't grab onto your tongue like a lot of I- right. IPAs. No, I know. Yeah. It's it's nice and balanced, but I like that it's more on the bitter side yeah. than on yeah. the dry and bitter. Know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's legit for the hop heads, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it is. Yeah, it's it, is. it doesn't yeah. rack, your, rack your palate. And it retri- I'd say it travels yeah. really well. Right. Yeah. So That's one there. of the things really that strong. I really like yeah. about this. It is 72 IBUs. That's a percentage. 7.8. 7. 7. Oh, it's one of those dangerous ones. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a sneaky sound. Oh, yeah. It is sneaky. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. I've, I've had that here and been like, why am I, why am I feeling this way You know right what? Now? It's very similar to La Frontera. It has that okay. maltiness, and it's also like 7% that you're like, oh, it's so easy to drink. Yeah. 7, what? <laughs> yeah. It's good oh. stuff. Drink it slow, guys. Maintain your shingonness. They tell you Shingonness. It's a great beer to start the night or end the night with. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is the first night. beer that I remember seeing from you guys because a friend of us that works for a different distributor had it in the fridge because he was going to give it to his boss. Like way, way before you guys came to El Paso. Like yeah. he went somewhere and had, a, and had a can of Chingon that he was thinking about giving to his boss. So it was really easy yeah. to remember. Like, you know, oh, what's that? Can I open it? Nope. <laughs> this is this is one of the beers that I, I had to send out to a friend in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, so we had a little beer trade, and I I sent him a, a Java Stout from um, Santa Fe, and then I saw this, and I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna get El Chingon for sure. Like, yeah. Like it represents Texas really well. Yeah. yeah. I took a I went to the Copa Cerveza de America down in Santiago, Chile, in September, and oh, nice. I brought this beer down there and. So far, that is the beer. The IPAs in general is what Chile has really grabbed on okay. to. Mm-hmm. But when they saw an IPA with that name on it, <laughs> they, just, they went nuts. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's right. a new fact. I did not know that IPAs would be popular in Chile. Yeah, they started really picking up. They actually <laughs> call, they call them IPAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the same thing across the river. Uh-huh. It's like, can I have that? Dame una IPA. IPA. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, IPA. Yeah. Because then, then you can't call it like IPA. Alex, your bartender still refuses to make a straight IPA. I know. Well, oh, he's a sour whore, so yeah. he makes sours. IPAs. Yeah. Una IPA. Una IPA. <laughs> All right, guys. So. Uh, I can't pick one. So if you questions. were to die, what beer, wine, or spirit would you like to come back as? Man, that's it. I don't even have to think, actually. West Flutter and 12. That If you've never heard of that beer, it is constantly the number one rated beer on Beer Advocate mm-hmm. and everything well, else. I, I've and heard that of is, that beer. I've never had it, but I've heard I, of it. I have 
I very recently was able to get three because one of our loyal Ooh. customers just out of nowhere surprised me and was like, hey, man, I went to Belgium. I brought you three Westy 12s. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, well, you. cool. Yeah, but that's that's one of the only beers that I've ever had that has that much hype around it and 100% lives up to it. <laughs> like, it, is, it is one of the best beers. It's so complex but so simple at the same time. It's... I mean, it's super high alcohol, but you would never know. It's it's just the perfect beer. So yeah. if I got to come back as something, then that's good. And I won't be as pasty white. So that'll <laughs> <be good. laughs> I'm going to go with the Super B, man, for sure. Oh, you're staying loyal? I'm staying loyal. No. <laughs> I jump ship right? real quick. No, no, I, I got as that. long as you wear the luchador mask. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay, the whole cool. thing. We do have one. <laughs> to haunt and fuck oh, you with do? People. We do have my Super B mask. You didn't yeah. bring it, did you? No, we didn't oh, bring it. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what's so legit. No one knows who you are. You're Batman, right? It's kind of like that. That's right. Libre. Here I come. Yeah, plus you can get super drunk and nobody yeah. knows how That's drunk right. you are because your face is covered. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So what would you guys do with a million dollars tax-free? million dollars. Man, there's so much I want to do. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's like more beer. Yeah. First, yeah, you immediately jump into, I'm not going to work. I'm going to go spend it on me. I'm going to go do this. Well, you I would kids. definitely I definitely take care of the bride. No, 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 no. Kids have been taken care of. <laughs> okay. They're, they're big. They're, they're big people now. They've taken enough of your money That's at this right. point. That's right. They've taken right, enough cool. of my money. <laughs> definitely take care of my bride. Anything she ever wanted. Aww. And then i got to be honest with you. Aww, I'd have to jump into the hood, man, and yeah. fix what's going on in some of the areas around us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do a lot of good with some of the areas It's watching, it's watching kids do well. It's yeah. okay. cool. Okay. Yeah. Sure. We have a community center right down the street from us that's going through a lot of renovations. They're, they just built, like, a new soccer field. They built a new baseball field. They're yeah. building a community garden at this center. And so it would be really, really cool to be able to just hand them a chunk of money and say, go, go do great things, you know? philanthropy yeah. yeah i don't think we get enough of that here i mean people yeah. like invest they say they want to invest yeah yeah well selfish yeah they all want to invest or save it or spend yeah. the if you're asking for debt. my selfish answer then it would be just to travel that's all i would just okay. get rid of my house and, 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 and see this is what gone. we're trying to get at yeah. i mean you can be selfish <laughs> yeah like well, if i'm selfish I'm, I'm world so traveling nice. at that it's point like, yeah I'll be like, fuck everything. I'm yeah. going to travel around the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm, care. I'm, yeah. I'm totally that guy that'll be like, that hostel's $7, that hostel's $6. It looks like I'm staying there. So I'll, I'll pinch pennies. Yes. Well, after you do that the first two days, I think reality sets in, right? So everybody's got to have a little wild time. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Aside from the wild time, I don't yeah, think I'd do the whole million a wild time. That'd be a lot. Maybe nine hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, blow it out and then help some people to make <laughs> you, up for all that gotta, guilt. You know what? You've don't do act real heavy at church when the basket comes around. At least around you have <laughs> to do the rapper life for a day. You know, Man. at least. See, that's all you'd be able to do with a million dollars is one day of the rapper one life. One day of the rapper one day. life. And it, man, it, what a glorious day it would be. <laughs> exactly. Man, oh, would, here we go. Yeah. Ooh, that's beautiful. Nice. That is nice. All right. So, what is your pet peeve? What grinds your gears? But it's fine. That's a good question, man. Hmm. Man. God, being in, being in hmm. sales, and I'm kind of a. Um, yeah, what it, what pisses you off about being in sales? Like, what do you deal with? And it's like, ugh. Yeah, that's one thing I, we haven't heard about that side of it too much. Yeah, I think we, the we tough don't. time. I think the really thing that you struggle with is people that don't do what they say they're going to do. 
That should okay. be a life code, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're going to say you're going to do yeah. something, then do it. If you say you're going to do it, do it. Look at me, look at me, shake my hand, don't give me fish. All right, yeah. you're, you're good, right? And then what? if you come back and they don't, it kind of that's probably my pet peeve, right? Or yeah. at least if you're not going to do it, then at least let me know. Yeah. You have the courtesy. Yeah, people, let me know. People yeah. want to live up to the illusion they have of themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you want to instill today, right? And everybody that comes through the doors there at, at the brewery, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But like he said, we're a tight-knit group. We, we, we love each other. We work hard. Uh, we play hard. Um, and you don't get in that inner circle, which is really, really small. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you uh, you prove your weight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't believe that El Superbia is 8%. Yeah, that's an even sneakier 8%. I just looked at it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, I'm sorry. I was like, whoa. Be honest with yourself. Coming. Be honest with Be others. Honest. Do yes. what you say you're going to do. Don't overpromise. And if not, then have the courtesy to let others know that you're not going to do it yeah. because of X reason, whatever. Yeah. That and, hold on, you said what it ticks you off is going through the line to get a cup of coffee and someone pulling out a debit card to pay for a dollar four cent coffee. Oh, I know. And holding it to the line with, so that you don't new, have any with that new chip insert. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah, no you idea how many times I told Juan not to do yeah. that because he goes to like the supermarket. It's like we need some habaneros for stuff that I do for the cocktails. Ninety eight cents. And then I see the receipt while I'm doing all the bookkeeping. Really? You put ninety eight fucking cents on the credit card. <laughs> Like, come hey, on. Hey, man, you get points. You get points with every dollar. No, you, that wasn't even a fucking dollar. <laughs> That's the sad part. If it was a dollar, then I'll, I'll get my mile for American Airlines, yeah. but no, Eventually. fuck you. Eventually. That's 98 cents. Yeah, not to mention the dollar four on a debit card. I got a coupon you didn't ring in the Oh, room. I hate that. Oh, Sometimes you just want to hey, step hey. in and be like, I'll pay for it. Just There's let, nothing let like us the old lady that still get out of the way, man. Yeah. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Or, while we're on this subject, let's keep going. <laughs> 15, so you need, you need 15 to items or less, right? Okay, yeah. Would you like to be the hall monitor for the 16-item guy? No, 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 no. Over here. Oh, I would I would uh, be kicking people out real quick. I'd be like, sorry, sir. That's I don't care that those are eight packets of the same exact yeah. type of ramen noodle. That <laughs> yeah. is not one item. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, we got we got Señor Lorenzo Diaz. Lorenzo, Lorenzo from from Glazers. Noches, noches. noches. So what do you do, Lorenzo? I somebody decided to give me a sexy title. Oh. I'm the sales manager Ooh. at Glazers. But when you peel it all back, or I he, sell. he's the guy that I go to when I need him to bring me some stuff. We we sell beer for a living. When you peel it all back, that's and it. Let me say that you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Thank so you. So far, I'm very happy that you guys are bringing more craft beer. Get one. And I'm I glad thank to you for that. that. I think everyone's happy about that. El Paso's really happy. Yeah, because when, when we first started, uh, we opened the bar. It was like, so what are we going to get? Glazers? What do they have? Sierra Nevada. That was, a, that, was, that was the craft for a while. That was the craft. And then you guys brought Ballast Point, and you didn't believe me, and you came in, yep. and you saw everybody picking that yep, stuff. Yep. I was just talking to one of your yeah. your uh, consumers in there, and, and uh, he too was is uh, is pretty amazed at how it's grown and how it's blown up. Yeah. yeah. He says, uh, and well, what do he say? He says we're catching up to the rest of Texas. Yeah. And El Paso is very receptive to yes. craft beer. Like that's that's the weird thing. Like I wish more people were out here. We're trying to get Jester King out here. Um, I mean, we're happy to be just to be growing and getting more and more and more and more. 
Yeah. Well, we are super excited to have these guys on board. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And Thank you so much. You. I mean, I need to I need to shout out to Troy because he just left. And yes, he did. He's the one that's been calling me and, and pulling all these things and bringing them, and I really, really appreciate that. Yes, yes. Yes. But uh, these guys, I mean, their marketing or their, their, their go-to market strategy is unlike anything I've ever heard. Um, for the most part, no disrespect to the other folks, but they want to be everywhere tomorrow. Yeah. And these guys want to build it from the ground level and just ease into it. Yeah, that's, that's sure. pretty amazing. All right, Zach, so what, what ticks you off since we're on the question? And then we'll ask Lorenzo so what ticks him <laughs> off. He's also sales. So I, I have to preface this first because I could piss some people off. <laughs> that's always good. Yeah, <laughs> but... I, I love homebrewers, and I think they're the heart of this industry, and they really drive a lot of this this industry and push us forward and challenge brewers. You know, I get asked a lot of times, why don't you brew with this ingredient? And I love that kind of stuff. But the one thing I don't like is whenever I'm leading a tour and there's a home brewer who obviously just learned a few <laughs> off-flavor words, and they're trying to call me out in front of a group of 75 uh, people for, for having things like diacetyl in my beer. Okay. And I... I it makes me so angry because it's like, mm-hmm. no, we put very strenuous checks in to make sure that there is not diacetyl, that there is not, you know, acidity to it. There is not that funky barnhouse flavor to yeah. it. Like we, we've dumped beers for very small flaws before. I mean, we, like, we, when we first got our, our biggest tanks in the biggest tanks we have, we have four 100 barrel tanks. And when we first added those in, we stressed our yeast out at one point because we tried to push it too far. Yeah. And it started to taste phenolic and a little spicy. Okay. And, you know, it was still pretty yeah. good, but it just wasn't local buzz. And we dumped 230 barrels of beer Ooh. because of that. Ouch. Wow. And so if you're sitting there trying to say that you taste diacetyl in that beer <laughs> yeah. after all that strenuous check and right. you're doing it in front of 75 people to make right. yourself look smart, that's when I get mad. I yeah. do. I, I have been, honestly, a little rude. Yeah, you know, but like, bring some but of your I beer just, here. We'll try your beer. It tastes like homebrew. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad that homebrew. Like, I'm when somebody does that to me, I'm really glad that you're out there pushing yourself to learn more about yeah. beer. You're trying to get deeper into it mm-hmm. and learn more. But what happens is when you start learning these these little words like diacetyl or you know, saying I taste acid aldehyde in your beer, DMS or all these other off flavors, and it's like you clearly just read that and you're very <laughs> heightened to it right now, so you're trying to find it. Right. And that don't call me out in front of people trying to say <laughs> <laughs> trying to say you taste that. That's that because they want to be smart ass. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I I t- I feel like I take criticism very well. You know, I if I I go and read our untapped reviews all the time, nice. and I, yeah. I you know when I read somebody that's rated our chingon as like a one star, and it's because you know I don't like this hot flavor about it. Maybe it's a little too malt, and you have real reasons for not liking my mm. beer perfect man that that beer is not for you we can maybe i'll make some adjustments we can change that i'm very open to hearing those criticisms but if you're calling me out just because you read a, a paragraph about diacetyl yesterday <laughs> then that's whenever i don't like it yeah i say diacetyl the most because that's the one that people try to use it on the most oh because the they think they, they sound yeah, smart it's the first one they learn and they so don't even like, they probably don't even know what the fuck that is and yeah. how it tastes and oh i taste yeah, you know, but like I said, I I feel like I have to preface that because homebrewers really are a big backbone of this brew, yeah. this industry, yeah. Oh, yeah. and we love yeah. them. And just you know, for any homebrewers out there, a little advice: if you want to get on the brewer's good side, don't try to call them out in front of everybody. <laughs> exactly. No, I would never. No, 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 no. That's that's not right. Yeah. Give them praise. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lorenzo? Ay, comadre. 
Uh, I'm, I'm, and it's just like me. I'm, I'm, I'm following the brewer. I just heard four words I've never heard before. I'm a simple <laughs> man. The one thing that pisses me off, warm beer. <laughs> That's it. That's it, just warm beer. Warm beer. Yep. Warm beer. I'm all about poundability. But you know that sometimes that warm, warm beer, beer, depending on the style, is not a bad thing. Like, not warm, like, it's you left it in the middle of July. <laughs> right. so, but but sometimes you want to have a stout. You want to kind of warm it up a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I want my beers cold. <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> nice chilled glass. That's it. Just don't do that too cold. No, no, not too cold, but just cold. No, but know? don't do it to craft. No. Yeah. Okay. You can do it to Miller Lite. The, the acetone, what you say? Diacetyl. Diacetyl. That'll creep up on me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what? Just so our listeners know, what does that mean? So diacetyl is a compound that's thrown out during fermentation that mm-hmm. tends to be really, you can feel a slickness in your mouth almost. Mm-hmm. Like if you rub the tongue on your root of your, ma- your mouth, you feel slick. But the main thing is, is it tastes like almost butterscotch or movie theater popcorn. Huh. Like oh, wow. butter. Because that's actually the compound used to make movie theater butter. Is diacetyl, yeah. mm-hmm. and so yeah, yeast naturally throws like it popcorn, off. Popcorn, that's You've not, not a good heard thing. That before, yeah. Yeah. and that's actually diacetyl is the other thing that with a lot of these, you know, people are starting to vape a lot now, and they've mm-hmm. all of a sudden started saying there's a lot of health risks with them. One of the uh, things that they're saying that is a big health risk is in a lot of these flavors, they're using diacetyl as one of the ingredients to make like birthday cake flavors, different things like that. And what happens is you're breathing this in all the time. You end up having what's called popcorn lung. People who work in popcorn factories get this thing called popcorn what? lung, and it really messes up your respiratory oh, system. Oh, man. So diacetyl is not something we want in our no beer. Joke, it's people. not some. That's why I don't understand why people vape. It's like you're just going to suck in diacetyl. So <laughs> But, you know, that yeah, that's what that is. It's just a yeast byproduct. comes out very easily. All we yeah. got to do is let it sit on the yeast for like three days, and it's Man. gone. Yeah. But, you know, it's just people try to call you out on that one. It's it's also one of the most common beer flaws that you find. So, it's, yeah. yeah, I understand why people try to say that one. Yeah. Popcorn lung. I'm learning a lot. Yeah, I'm popcorn. Lung. It's not just black lung. It's popcorn <laughs> lung, too. It's popcorn <laughs> lung. Wow. Call somebody that. It's fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> Like, tastes like the hazard. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you popcorn lung having. <laughs> After tasting popcorn, it's right up there with liver spotted hands. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's All ask right. another question. Who is your favorite hero of fiction or real life? Your favorite, favorite hero. Hero of fiction hero. or real life. <laughs> Madonna. Uh, yeah, Madonna. Madonna. Love her. <laughs> Love her. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, you know, anybody that can hang out with Kim Jong-un and still have, like, somewhat respectability. Oh, my God. I don't yeah. know how you do that. Still That's intense. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess you got to shout out to Dennis person. Rodman. Not my hero. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, you're not, not your hero, <laughs> but a hero. A hero. <laughs> oh, so, man. who is your hero? I guess, you know, a brewing industry hero of mine is really Garrett Oliver. Because I'm I'm second level Cicerone right now. I'm trying to go for the advanced and then eventually the master. And that guy is one of the defining people on the Cicerone beer and food pairing movement kind of thing. And okay. He is, uh, if you've never read his book, The Brewmaster's Table, I've never been more inspired to pursue a Cicerone career than after I read that. And I already really wanted to pursue one when mm-hmm. I was doing that. And it just kind of lit a fire under me is whenever I read it. Because he has such a brilliant way of 
romanticizing the relationship of beer and food and not just that but also how that beer and food affects the culture around you right Mm -hmm. you know it's such a beer food and music are the three universal things in the world i think and not necessarily beer you know some people have wine everybody has their alcohol or beverage everybody has food everybody has music and he has such a good way of incorporating those things and making you not only say you know i want to go eat some fish and chips with a nice brown ale but I want to go to England and do that. Like, it's it's more of a charge. It makes you want to go out there and experience that thing. And he, you know, that's anybody that can write in a way that makes you want to physically get up and go do something yeah. is something special. Yeah. That's very inspiring. That is inspiring. So that was Brewmaster's Table? The Brewmaster's Table. It's right. one of the wow. best books out there. Now I'm going to have to write that down and <laughs> read it. Yeah. And read it. Yeah. Cool. Right, Robbie. Oh, you want to jump in on this one? Okay, yeah. I'm going to take it completely out of the brewing industry, right? Spider Man. Uh, Spider. No. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good one, though. I didn't think of that. The new Spider Man is awesome. I like the way he moves around. Yeah, Spider Man's good. He's definitely better than Superman. I think we can all agree on that. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Batman's definitely the best, but. Yeah, you got to throw the Batcave and Alfred in there on the Yeah. Um. This is pretty cool because it's going to go a lot more modern, and I was not a fan of his, I don't say, you know, the full time, the full eight years, so that'll tell you, Mm -hmm. but uh, I just got a chance to meet uh, George W. Bush. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. Um, You met W? Oh, and it was really, it was really cool. Wow. So in a very private setting, got to meet him um, and read his book, Portraits of Courage, Mm -hmm. right? And to see the amount of people that he has touched and, you know, impacted and changed the lives of and continues to do today, in particular the military, those that were crippled with very yeah, that's a debilitating, case, right? Yes, yeah. very, uh, debilitating uh, injuries, right, for mm-hmm. serving our country, um, I think is just awe-inspiring. And to, to look at him and to shake his hand, I mean, you sit there and you, walk, you can't walk away with going, I hate the guy. <laughs> you, do, you walk away with an immense respect in the way he looks at you and shakes your hand and all and what he's done and the fact that he painted that too yeah. Yeah. would crack me up because he Never evidently didn't it. paint. So yeah. mine would look like stick guys with some <laughs> watercolors on them, but <laughs> he did a phenomenal job and uh, I would have to give I'd have to give him the tip of the hat. Okay. Everything I've ever heard about people meeting George W. Bush has been that same thing. Like you can't walk away hating the guy. And you I, know, and, and, and I hate, I mean, I don't want to put it in the wrong way, and I thought he was a bad president. Yeah. Now, I kind of like like him. Oh, yeah, kind of I've never met him. Leave, right? I've never <laughs> met him. Yeah, we don't exactly You know, but I thought he was bad, I thought he was this, and now with the, you know. President asterisk Trump. The, the yeah. pussy-grabbing Cheeto we have in yeah. office. You know, he's, he d- oh, W looks a, like a saint. <laughs> Cheeto is my favorite description of Donald Trump. That's been my favorite he's one. He's a fucking Cheeto yeah. with a comb over. Oh, exactly. Have you seen the, the picture of the a brief history of the presidents and it's a yes. bunch of crackers lined up and then an <laughs> Oreo and a Cheeto? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Yeah, I thought that was pretty yeah, good. Someone's awesome. clever with that's that. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh. So now I kind of like, I, I want to go to W and be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, come back. Uh, come have back. you have you seen the documentary they did about him right after 9-11 when he went and threw out the first pitch at the Yankees game? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something I didn't, I didn't fully appreciate and remember how he handled himself after that situation. You know, it's like 
how he handled everything. It was such a point when things could have just flown off the rails so quickly, and he had a good demeanor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you can... You know, you can disagree with a lot of the stuff that he did as president, but I think the way he handled himself after that situation is something that is definitely you need to admire how he he stepped up and did that. So you're telling me yeah. when shit goes bad on a 30-barrel batch, it's not as bad as we think it is? Not as bad as we think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Remember who is in office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could, it be, could worse. be worse. No, but, but I think you're on to something, Zach. I mean, if you look at, if you look at Ronald Reagan, Mm-hmm. You know, he's an outsider. Yeah. yeah. And, and he handled himself pretty, pretty and good. And he wasn't that good either, you know but. I mean, he was, I mean, everybody he, that, I mean, if you're going to compare presidents yeah, to this yeah. one, everybody's a fucking pro badass president. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's yeah. Everybody. Great. Even <laughs> though they had their little details and some of them were like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but, then but no. Reagan was no. an outsider. He yeah. Cheeto the takes the case. Yeah. An actor. <laughs> and he's an actor. Yeah. And that guy, I mean, the way he handled himself and yeah. the way he handled crowds and. The way he handled disgruntled folks, and you know, he was he was classy about it. Yeah, yeah. he put you in your place, but he got his point across. Yeah, they you had know, education. Homeboy, over here. <laughs> That's yeah. homeboy yeah. Trump. Homeboy, homeboy Cheeto Trump. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ugh. But anyways, who is your hero, fiction or real life? Real life, I've got to say Donald Trump. No. <laughs> <laughs> the cheater. No, I've, you've what is gotta, this in here? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a it's yeah. an it's essential oil. But why? Why do we have essential oil in the middle of the table? Yeah, we we want to hear all about that. <laughs> it's for the cacti, right? <laughs> it's for the cacti. Anyways, go on. I'm sorry. No, real real life. I mean, you got to meet them. They're a handful, but my kids. Yeah, they're your heroes. Oh, oh god. How many do you have? Two, a 19 oh. and a 20 year old boy girl, and every morning they just wow me. That's like wow. I mean, these guys, these guys. You know, we we grew up different, different setting and stuff, yeah. and yeah. you know, bit bit more has been offered to them, but the way they they handle themselves, you know. They, they go about life like it's one opportunity. Don't screw it up. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Good coaching from the mama and daddy. I hit them early. I beat them early. <laughs> <laughs> They're good kids. Just to watch them work every day is amazing. Yeah. Nice. It's Th- good this to is like a that. fatherhood episode all of a sudden, man. I know. <laughs> I have two dogs. So there's that, I guess. I got a dog and a cat, and I got three employees. Those are my kids in the bar. Hey, you got more But than me. Zach's yeah. dogs respect him and work on his demands. We, we had a company sure. meeting. Really? This is so funny, Zach. You remember this. We had a company meeting, and we have this little office space. We have glass doors where you can walk from the brewing uh, floor into the office area. The one room that the dogs aren't allowed the in. The one room that the dogs aren't allowed <laughs> in. And Zach is the last one to come in as this meeting, and this dog is just whining. Which Uh-oh. one it was? Lou. It was Lou. Lou. It's always Lou. It's if always he can't, if he can't be... Name, Lou. Well, it, my dog's official names are Dr. Lou Diamond Phillips DDS. And, <laughs> and, and, and Sir Patches Thunder O'Houlihan. So. Oh, my but God. Lou, Lou is ultra loyal to me. If if I'm not there, he's going to whine. So during a very serious moment while the meeting is being kicked like off, dog. the dog will not quit whining. Until Zach hollers, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. He knows shut up means just go ahead and be quiet right now. He knows shut the fuck up means I'm not messing around anymore. Oh, God. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he will. <laughs> and yeah, he That's will. Awesome. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, he, he had to get used to a lot of things real quick. He was in a what house with four guys and four they? dogs all of a sudden. 
Uh, Lou is a, they call them the blackmouth cur mix at the pound, which nobody knows what that is, but he's mixed with some kind of shepherd. Okay. Um, so you can imagine. So he's a mutt. Yeah, he's a mutt. Both of them are mutt. The other one is a, uh, beagle pit bull mix. Oh, wow. What? That's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting mix. I wonder who was a mother. He's a hilarious douchebag. Is Patches is, he, he can be funny, but man, he's an ass. (laughs) <laughs> he's just, he's going to do what he wants, and that's all he's he's going to do. We had trouble. You know, I take my dogs to the brewery every day. Um, nice. And it's, it's nice because they stay on property, except the gas station across the street all of a sudden one day decided that they weren't just going to throw away their old fried taquitos and burritos. They were going to throw them by the trash can. Uh-oh. And oh. so now my dog knows that there are burritos over there by the dumpster, so fuck what I say. <laughs> I'm going to get some burritos. Like, fuck you and Adam, go for the burritos. Yeah. I got to go check. Uh-huh. <laughs> some burritos. Yeah, so I can't Hey, I dogs can't are them. fucking smart. They yeah. really are. They I don't are. see how people say that they're not smart or they don't no, have no, personalities. No, no, no. They have people. very distinct personalities. Yeah. They're probably Trump voters. <laughs> yeah. Well, I read something about dogs one day that said if dogs were humans, they would all be alcoholic, chain-smoking gamblers. So they're just hmm. they're very, very habit-based. So they're gonna they're, so if they, they like just it, hang out at the brewery. Oh, they're, 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 yeah. part, they're nice. part of it, man. That's really yeah, cool. They're, if you look on the website, they're in all the brew crew pictures Ooh, and everything. Nice. So yeah, check so, it out. Okay, so you guys are opening a new tap room. Yeah, yeah. We're and did you expand the brewery, or what is the yeah, deal there? Because so, you, you're, you're all over the place now. Yeah, we're moving locations right now. So right now we're in Singleton and West Dallas. We're going to move off to Irve, kind of south side Lamar area. But with that, we're actually going to get two buildings with our new area that we just bought. And nice. it's got one large-scale facility, probably about 16,000 square feet, I think. Um 40-foot high ceiling, so really good big space Ooh. for us. Um, that's going to do our production stuff so all our year-round beers you know local buzz chingo and all that that sounds sexy um and then we're also going to open up a tap room and event space and then mm-hmm. inside that is going to be a seven barrel pilot brewery so that's where nice. a lot of experimental stuff will come out nice so i'm looking forward to that pilot brewery getting there because i'll move over there into more of a full-on experimentation kind of role that'll so, be really yeah. cool yeah we'll get to come out with more stuff like what what he's pouring right now, the Vin Diesel. So. Vin Diesel. Diesel. Vin yeah. Diesel. La Vin Diesel. So the story, the storyline along the way, though, for everybody listening to us, so we got to re- kind of recap this, right? So yep. this was three guys that met at a home brewing competition, started. Um, Just don't brewing, throw away the can. Brewing in 2013. We did 1,000 barrels 2013, 3,000 2014, mm-hmm. 5,000 2015. We ended wow. last year. We were talking about this, Lorenzo, yeah. today. Yeah. At 8,800 barrels, so that's mass wow. production. The little engine that could can produce no more where we currently are. Okay. And you're yeah. just in Texas. Yeah, just, just in, Texas. in Texas. Are you going to expand to you know, the 50 You you bring states. up a great point, right? So mm-hmm. I want all the folks in El Paso listening to this tonight and everywhere around this great state to understand. Um, we're only in Dallas uh-huh. because of the Four Corners, Davis and Llewellyn, that um, – Zach spoke about earlier. Yes. And we wanted to test this Loteria concept and our brand and our image and the Chingon. Yeah. Uh, so the first market we went to outside of Dallas was Rio Grande Valley. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we're so, we're just thrilled to report in the largest Bud Light market in the world. And I say the world because it is literally the largest Bud Light market in the continental United States. Yeah. We'll do about 10,000 cases of El Chingon IPA. 
So we're leaving from the Rio Grande Valley to San Antonio, and you'll notice Austin and Houston aren't in my conversation. Wow. Conversation. That is fucking yeah, spectacular. We're, so we're coming to so El Paso the reason we came Austin. to El Paso, folks, is you, we're home. Yeah. That is awesome. This is us, right? That this is awesome. Home. And um, we're really, really well, excited you. about the opportunity. Yeah. I really appreciate that. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Like, yeah. we, like, come on, guys. They started here in El Paso. Yep. <clears throat> Shipping out before Austin. Yep. Before San Antonio. Yeah. That's that that's nope. that's amazing. El Paso needed some love more than Austin did. Austin's got enough love down there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you for saying that because we do. We yeah. want that love. We do. I think we, we deserve that love. We need it. We work yeah. our asses we need out it. for it. We need it. Yeah. And you yeah. folks are teaching them all about craft brands here, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. See, we need places like this everywhere, too, just to educate the standard beer drinker that yeah. there is something better out there. Yeah. And this is a good bar to to learn that because we will like yeah, like you'll cater to someone who like can I get a Michelob Ultra, but you'll be like hey oh yeah we will that's why we got it we've got other we stuff got this too stuff. we got the Miller Lite we got the Coors we got all that because people like we said El Paso is very set on their ways and it's really really hard to get them out of there they're stubborn as fuck but and we're gonna help them right. Exactly. You know what? Yep. Here you go. Maybe look what the you're, next Look what one. you're doing with the Library of Craft Maybe Beer the inside the Drinker's one. Studio, right? <laughs> it know? doesn't get any better than that. Now that exactly. we've got Glazers on hand, yeah. LD and his team, we know that uh, we're really excited. I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun with the brand. Oh, yeah. It's a groundswell. Totally. A like I said, before, before you guys uh, partner with Glazers, we still got it because it's <laughs> awesome beer. You're the first that's ever pulled out the Vin Diesel, right, Zach? Yeah. I, know. Oh, I did hey, not expect you know to see what? that beer out here. Here's the thing. It wasn't specs. And we were shopping around for, for our Texas thing because it's like, oh, you know, I don't know if I can have like 40 yeah. cases of Texas beer. I don't know Your if I'm legit level it. went way up when we saw that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, of course <laughs> we're legit. But the thing is, like, we're at specs. And we're like, oh, they have Heart of Texas. And they had Local Bus. And they had uh, oh, Super B. And no, they didn't have Chingon, otherwise we would have gotten it. Um, and I'm like, what is that one? And I just see the, the can that it has a, the, the four corners, and I was like, barley wine. Fuck yeah, I love barley wines. Yeah, that was a fun beer to make. Yeah, yeah. and it was uh, the four packs, and I'm like, oh, okay, let's take yeah. a couple of four packs. Let's it's see at least how they 11% do, because I didn't you. know you guys did. I'm like, oh my God, barley fucking wine. Yeah, that one... Uh, so, and I love the Vin Diesel. Yeah, so the diesel came from when we first moved into our, our building that we have now. It was an old 18-wheel repair oh, shop. Okay. And so there was a uh, there was an actual barrel of diesel fuel <laughs> in there. But and tell it them was how they spelled. Spell. <laughs> it was spelled phonetically, or I guess, as phonetically as you diesel. can get, like that, D-I-C-E-L. That's how it was actually spelled on Some the Some little tank. paisa probably and just so, did that. Yeah. <laughs> <And so laughs> Some we, little paisa just did that. Yeah, we decided that... Uh, from the beginning, we needed to make a beer to go with that. Yeah, we, that needed to be a label. It is so a that's where that still came framed from. in the brewery so today. Yeah, it's still masking is. tape with a sharpie. D I C E L. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, it's, it's diesel. Diesel. Yeah. It's diesel. Yeah. No, like, these guys, these guys are, are, are fun partners. I think. I mean, they're they're a little shy, but they omitted to say that that their new so um, tap room, if you will, um, he's going to have a little incubator in there too. Yeah, so, that's gonna be so a lot of fun. That's, inviting, you'll see a lot more stuff like that coming out. He's inviting everybody in town to head to Dallas and tell him what you want to drink. And yeah, to, I he'll, mean, he'll dream it up. Everybody that can hear me. us now, yeah. four twenty-three Singleton Boulevard. Come on down. We love you. 
We'd love to yeah. pour a flight of our cool brews, delicious yeah. brews for you. Make it out there. I think this yeah, is why, like, really cements you as a real brewery. Yeah, this, Vin when Diesel When you start was, doing this shit and yeah, it's fucking good. Vin Diesel was really oh. fun because uh, one of the old head brewers at Grapevine Brewing, is that's who we collaborated mm. with. Like I said, that's why this is the one beer without our 360 lid on it because we brewed it's it at Grapevine. So but but and, I was and that's able good because you know what you're making. Yeah, you I was able that, to yeah. collaborate with their old head brewer, Johnny Daylit, over there. Mm-hmm. And he's actually, him and his oh, wife, when so I worked at Homebrew Headquarters, and before I ever worked in a brewery, mm-hmm. would come in and buy ingredients from me. And so we got to know each other because we were both homebrewers at the same time, and I sold them as ingredients. And then eventually we were working in breweries in the same area together. And we finally got the opportunity to brew something, so this is what we came up with. Nice. So, so we decided what, to go crazy. So what did you put in this? So this is a English-style barley wine that we use all New Zealand hops in, and we use and we white wine barrel aged it. Wow! So we've got a lot of caramel malts. We got yeah. some biscuit oh, malts and aromatic malt. Face. Yeah, the the caramel is really in there, but it's balanced really nice with that really tropical fruitiness of those yeah. New Zealand hops. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost gives it like a little bit of a fruit pie kind of to it. And then whenever you white wine barrel age it on top of that, those that the fruitiness of the white like wine it. barrels just pushes it over the top. Yeah, we were really excited with this one. So yeah, that was mm-hmm. this was one of the most fun beers I've had making. Just because anytime I get to work with somebody who's been a friend of mine since I was a home brewer, mm-hmm. and we get to make a big scale batch together and do something cool, and then it's just extra special. So you know, I don't. I don't know if Johnny Dalet's heard of this <laughs> podcast yet, but if he hasn't, then I'm going to tell him about it so I can be like, shout out, Johnny. <laughs> Notice it's it says awesome. special brew. Special yeah, brew. Special brew. I'm just very happy that they have it there. I don't yeah. know if they still have it. If they do, I'm going to yeah, take it. Yeah, it's sold out quick. Yeah, yeah. Even our brewers all were trying to get as much as we could of it before we had to stop Ooh. grabbing any. So we yeah, you can't find it in Dallas. That's yeah, why it's you hard. Said we only have about 15 cases in here and you have it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. We got to post this on the, the Borderlands. I was community. just like kind of like being cheap because we already have spent a lot of money. It's like, oh my God, it's like $10 a four pack. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it's well worth it. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. It we is do give you the bar- alcohol yeah. punch on it, though. Barrel aged barley wine. We give you about an eight pack's worth of alcohol in a four pack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Same with some money. Yeah. Like we have a beautiful lineup of cans right now. Yeah. Diesel. El Chingon. So, what do you guys do when you get drunk? That's what I want to know. What 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 super shit do you do? Oh, First off, working at Four Corners, your your drunk level goes to sophistication beyond mortal means. Aye aye. Aye aye. So you have to pick your time well, right? Yeah. And um, one thing I think it's safe to say is. I don't know that you ever really get there anymore, right? I no, mean, you, like you, you, get you learn to find a balance. You find yeah. a balance in life, right? But that uh, first like two sur- weeks that you work at a brewery yeah, is yeah. really hard because like you're like, Man, I get to drink on the job. I can this eat is all these hamburgers while I'm working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that goes yeah, away pretty you, quick. Yeah, you learn to. Hey, that's the fun part about owning a bar. My liver see, hates me. Yeah. yeah, see, I describe it two ways. Take it out and rinse it. Yeah. Just ringing real good. Yeah, when people ask me about drinking on the job, they're always like, "Man." must be so awesome you just get to drink beer all day and i'm like you know it it's a definitely an occupational perk but a lot of times it's occupational hazard like, <laughs> yeah. you know because you show up in this industry and you go to like a, a 
Brewers Guild meeting and you're hanging out with all these people that you're good friends with and they're like, here, man, try one of my new beers and you can't be an asshole and turn it down. <laughs> you have to be like, okay, right? I'll drink this and then your next friend comes around and is like, hey, I just made this beer. It's only it's only 10%. And I'm like, oh, I'm going great. And then, yeah, by the so end of the night, you're just okay. drunk. Yeah. And on the, on the flip side, right, you, you can't do this and, and then go and be articulate and on point the next day, right? <laughs> so you you have to learn that balance. There's times, right? Pick your battles. Yeah, yeah pick your battles. Yeah, there's right? times to go in and times to just kind of avoid How it many times bit. have you been to the brewery hungover? Oh, uh, hungover doesn't count. <laughs> oh, well, still drunk. Mondays? <laughs> yeah, Mondays. <laughs> they leave hungover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's fun. A lot of people in the brewing industry don't get that drunk, actually. They prefer other more herbal means of their intoxication. <laughs> yeah. It's a different kind of thing. It's a different yeah, kind of thing. You know, you drink beer all day at work. You're like, I go home. You're like, yeah, I'll have a beer, but I'm not going to drink 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, I have, I have a fridge in yeah. my garage full of beer, and then I have another cabinet full of beer, and then we get there, and I'm like, Juan, what do you want to drink? Uh, tea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think, know, but you bring up a great question, really because I think like on our drinkies. side, probably more than, I don't know, getting drunk or drinking, Zach, I think we enjoy more pairing food Ooh. with what we drink. Yeah, yeah. it's right. more the experience. And yeah, and the experience of that because, I mean, we will come back to each other and say, dude, I had Saison uh, with uh, redfish on the half shell mm. with some shrimp this weekend. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I make killer. Whenever I make chili at home, I always Ooh, use – I switch chili. it up between either the Notorious or the Heart of Texas, depending on how rich I want it. Nice. Yeah. Or, or brisket with yeah. some uh, Heart of Texas Amber mm. Ale. Yeah, and I, ma I made – I caught some catfish yesterday. Me and a friend went fishing, and I uh, marinated them in some chingon with orange oh, juice man. and chili and ginger. Man, those are some good fish tacos. Sure. So that's yeah. that's probably yeah. what we talk that's about more on the inside. Yeah, let's we let's talk get more into that. Food. What's yeah. Yeah. what's the best pairing you've had? Like, what would you recommend someone go out and get Thanks now? Man, I it's not a pairing, but the best thing that I've ever had at a beer dinner. It was used as a palate cleanser, and there's a the El Centro College is one of the community colleges that has a uh, culinary program in it, mm. and they do a a beer dinner. They've done it. We've been a part of it twice. It's called Hops and Hogs, and it's six courses, all of them featuring pork and beer. Nice. And oh. so automatically a great, great event. But, oh. <laughs> but the best thing that I have ever had involving our beer was they made an El Chingon Sorbet as a palate cleanser, and that was one of the best things wow. I have ever had in my life. I don't think I've ever seen a more creative use of our beer and a more perfectly executed Sorbet. use of our beer. It was perfectly citrusy but it also had a little bit of sweetness not overly bitter it was just what you needed right in the middle of a big that sounds amazing dinner. i got one too i gotta give a shout out to kubi's in dallas texas man great great uh, meat house so i had uh the pleasure of having a venison chorizo chili okay oh i'm on board with a heart of Texas red amber ale. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Over a little diced cheese and fresh gouda cheese. Oh man! And let me tell you what, I, I would eat it today until I just went and sat under a tree on a nice <laughs> hill with about six pack of amber ale and just blew up. <laughs> <laughs> he just ate till he blew up. He just exploded. <laughs> yeah. He died like a balloon. <laughs> that's how I'd go out. Wow. Yeah, that's that sounds like a good way to go out. <laughs> 
And side note, is there any better cheese than Gouda? I don't know if they actually <laughs> Love Gouda. Yeah, that's one of the best ones out there. That makes, like, onion, French onion soup. Oh, I know. There's that's a, what it makes it. There's a place called Scardello in mm-hmm. Dallas. We've done some cheese pairings with them because it's a specialty cheese shop, and they do that plus, like, pâtés and some beers and stuff. And, man, they have this Gouda called Brabander Gouda. If you ever find Brabander Gouda, just go ahead Understand, you're gonna pay ten dollars for a quarter quarter pound of that, but it's worth every bit of it. It is so good. Man. Also, if you can get the duck salami they have there too. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so Let's go out to yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Now we it changed to, to inside the eaters. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> duck salami. Oh man, that oh sounds god. good. Man, it just melts perfectly. It's it's. The it's like $36 for a pound, but Man. they'll sell it to you. They'll sell it to you at an eighth of a pound, okay. so it makes it a little bit more reasonable. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right. See, we'll come up we with were... some recipes for you guys to share next, yeah, right? So let's do it. We'll Go pair ahead, yeah. um, we've got Zach and Christy and George back at the at the brewery. We'll come up with some recipes that you can take these delicious brews and, and pair with some food. That yeah, sounds that's good. Gonna now a, you've got something that no one else in El Paso That's going to be a big thing with our tap room. When we have that pilot brewery, the incubator brewery that we were talking about, we're also going to have food there. And so I'm going to be working with the chef. We're looking at working with uh, a local guy. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say who it is yet, but... Um, we're looking not. to, yeah, probably not. <laughs> we're looking to work with a, a local guy there that does some really good food, and we're gonna okay. plan out our pilot brew schedule to always match the food. So our probably quarterly, I'm thinking, we'll probably change the menu to where it features uh, more beers for the season plus food for the season too. So wow. that'll always be some. That's that's the part I think I'm looking forward to most going forward is getting to work with the food and the beer pairings and making sure that that's always on point yeah so i shared one with zach on the way up here i told him i was a little bit of a smoker yeah and uh (laughs) and so we were going through some recipes and stuff and i told him you know i'm into you know getting the meat ready the day before and doing a whole bunch of dry rubs and stuff Mm -hmm. but then i quickly found out he was uh two ingredient kind of guy you know what i'm saying so i said so i said two ingredient kind of guy i said well i can't get any more easier than this one zach you ready for a little chicken tie-in with a super bee, I told him, get a you know chicken, bust it open. And for us El Paso people, we call it pollo sinaloense. Mm-hmm. And all you do is just throw it on the grill, yep. smother it with it. mustard, yep. and spray it with some orange juice. And oh. he said... That's oh, my kind of that's yeah, kind of my, my kind of recipe. <laughs> yeah, that's my kind of meal. That's it. No, I have a whole chicken waiting at home because uh, I want to so do because I always mustard smother the, the mustard. Yeah, thing. You can do that, yes. but then I told him if he's got time, do it the night before. Put it in a tray, smother it in mustard. No, throw some orange juice on there, just yeah. simple orange juice, and, and then just the paint it with mustard. I swear to you, you will not taste the, the mustard. mustard. It's just I'm doing it. it's just I'm doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. Two ingredient type of guy. I say I got one for you, brother. Even oh, don't 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 no no chicken for the dogs, but <laughs> yeah. Can you write that down? <laughs> orange juice and mustard. Orange don't forget the chicken. <laughs> I don't do orange juice. You know what I do is that uh, turmeric. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. mustard. Oh my okay. god, it comes out like yellow as fuck, but it's so good. That's a spice mm-hmm. I never used until about three months ago, and that's I've been using good. it a lot more often. Turmeric is, yeah, I don't know why I ignored it for so long, but I'm glad I'm using it. Yeah, it's it's a, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's very like a medicinal smelling kind of spice. Oh, it's fucking yeah. delicious. So I use it, it here for my tacos, yeah. for my chicken yeah. tacos. Yeah. 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 
so yeah my wife and i recently came to probably the most important agreement in our relationship where she actually doesn't like cooking at all but i love cooking so our agreement now is i will do 100 percent of the cooking as long as you do 100 percent of the dishes oh that's beautiful and so man it it works out so well i've had i had some friends yeah, <laughs> I had some friends looked at me really confused one day because I was getting ready to cook dinner for you know me, her, and a friend or two that I had over. And I went in the kitchen, and all the dishes were still dirty. So they looked at me like I was about to get in trouble because I walked in the living room and was like, "Hey, you mind cleaning up all these dishes?" <laughs> and then, like, you know, most people get in trouble for that, but she right. understands. That's the agreement. You <laughs> clean those dishes, agreement. I'm gonna cook you a good meal. So <laughs> all right, all right, I got a question. Talking about women, your wife. Oh uh, yeah. What is a quality? you most like in a man or a woman uh the quality i like most in my wife is that she's fucking weird (laughs) (laughs) i I love that about explain Explain. yeah yeah, yeah. she's so she grew up an only child so she's been you know she's very used to being alone and so she'll do these things where she gets we'll be sitting on the couch not necessarily paying attention to what we're what each other's doing i'll be doing my thing she's doing her thing we're sitting there, and it's just dead silent for two hours. And she'll all of a sudden read something, and it'll be quiet. And you'll just hear, oh! And it's just so surprising. And just, like, these loud noises out of nowhere. And it's because <laughs> she reacts very out loud. And, you know, whenever you're in public, it's a little weird because people start <laughs> looking at you. But I, I love the fact that she doesn't hold back like that. She's just going to show her her emotions. She's going nice. to be who she is. And she doesn't, she doesn't give a shit. You know, nice. she, is, she is who she is. And that's the, my favorite part about her. And that's why you married her. That's why I married her, yeah. All right. That's pretty cool. Robbie. Oh, yeah. What's the question again? <laughs> what was the quality you most like in a man or a woman? Oh, it'd be my bride, too, for sure. Uh, it's so funny you call her your bride. Yeah. That's cute. I like that. Yeah. She's my bride. She's still my girl. Right? Yay. So I tell the kids all the time, you you have a husband or a wife and, or a boyfriend or girlfriend. That's my girlfriend. That's her. That's your bride. Yeah, she's my bride. I think I think the same thing. I don't want it to sound like the father hour, though, Ralph, because we were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but you learn to trust him, right, LD? You learn. Yeah, to, yeah. You, you learn to trust him, and you don't. You communicate they got your without. Back. They, they, yeah, you don't even you don't even talk. You just look. Your eyes say everything. And I would describe what would I like about her most, or what I think is most attractive about her. She has a very Sophia Loren oh. quality. Okay, she's a class act. That can you can take anywhere. She'll never let you down, and she'll always have your back. And I'm trying to think of somebody else. You piss her off. I don't want to be around. Right? I'm not okay. going to be there. Right? Yeah. So when the <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah me and the kid growing up, the boy, mom and daughter used to get in a fight. Dude, it's time for me and you to go to the garage. <laughs> we just, just don't just go lock there. the door. Just get away. Yeah. Just get away. No, I, I would say her her character and her class. That's beautiful. She carries herself yeah. really well. She's cool. Been with her thirty years. Got to be a reason, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Thirty years. Wow. That's love. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, you want that, a... listener? <laughs> hey, I'm on my ninth year so far. It's... Hey, I'm right there nine with you, working on year number nine with my wife. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Newlywed. <laughs> oh me i see my lovely wife has this oh my wife is, is is the person but she's got this unique way of grounding me i'm the guy that'll go off the deep end i'm the guy you know that you know she'll look over and say ld b 
hey, put your shirt back on. What the hell are you, doing? <laughs> you know, and she's got this. Calmate. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's. I can go. I can go crazy real quick. Zero to sixty quick. And my wife's got this way about her, and you know, too. She's very elegant, but she's very classy, and 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 the way she handles herself and handles me and the kids, and you know, she's not the kind that'll just go off the deep end and very supportive and say, hey, I, I got your back. I, 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 you know, she'll tell me what she thinks. You know, you might be wrong. So I but, need to go to uh, her in order to yeah, get my beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to her. <laughs> but, yeah, she's, yeah, she's got this way to, you know, just grounding me and make, you know, get 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 check, you know, yeah. get, 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 you know, look back every once in a while. Man, so. I, I can't tell you that. this, too. After 25 years of doing what I'm doing, right, you asked me earlier, maybe 30, 40 minutes ago, you know, yeah. what, do you, what makes you mad? Right, and we talked about yeah, people not doing, off. yeah, mm-hmm. not shaking your hand, looking in your eye. I'll assure you, as I sit here today, that this guy and Glazers will do what we want them to do, and that's the reason we're here. It's the reason we're in El Paso, is they brought us to this point. We're fortunate to have them, and you could not have a better partner as a distributor than these guys here, in particular. Yeah, they're working these their ass off right for here. it. They're they awesome. got they got Thank two you, big competitors yep. in the city that distribute beer, yep. and they have the biggest portfolio of beer, yep. like craft beer. Yeah. And over here, Glazers. It's they, a marriage, they, man. It's a right fit. You know right? what? You They're look the that little partner. engine that yeah. could, and they are. And I really, really engine. admire that from them. Yep. Yep. You Thank know, you because think. they're finally opening up to be like, okay, craft beer, what is this? And they're interested in mm-hmm. it. They're not just selling, yeah, their biggest is Miller, Coors, obviously. I respect that. Yep. That's just going to happen. they're finally yeah. opening up to the craft beer because they know that if they don't, they're going to fall behind. Yeah. Because well, not El Paso only that, your people can teach you so what they're much. selling you too, right? Yeah. That's the key. Teach you yeah. the attributes and the keys and the difference behind the portfolio. And well. they're, they're better than equipped to do it. No, none better than this gentleman to lead them. You, you know, oh, and, yeah. and, and, and I, will tell, I'll, I will add this. Brands, they're out there. And, and, and one thing mm-hmm. I like about our leadership group in, 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 in Dallas and here locally is is we just don't partner up and open the floodgates to, okay, there's 17 yeah. new brands at the door, bring them on. You know, we're strategic about, you know, our partners. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys definitely have a uh, something that, that intrigued us. And, 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 and I mean, we, we swallowed the hook and sinker, you know. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what, these guys, we need to partner up with them. We don't say yes to every brand. And, and these guys brought something to the table that really caught our eye and yeah. said, you know what, these guys are, they're going to be here in 10 years. Yeah. As long as you know what you're selling as well. And this is something that I tell every single rep that I deal with. Don't come and try to sell me whatever sells the most. Tell me what you have. Right. That's why sometimes I'm like, this barley wine, this IPA, this, 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 that. And you saw it with Ballast Point when we brought it here. Yep. You saw that we were, were looking for. And you guys are learning from that, which I really, really appreciate yep. from Glazers. Yep. Yep. You guys put the batteries on, and you guys are doing it. Yeah, and there's really something like that we, you know, we haven't had a chance to talk about that uh, I think is really, really important that we let everybody know that's listening is we are, make no mistake, a bicultural craft brand, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, we inside laugh when, I'll just go ahead and say it, somebody gives Pitbull a uh, Bud Light can during Super Bowl and all of a sudden <laughs> he's relevant, right? So you <laughs> guys know, yeah, we talked about George Esquivel, right? The, yeah. the gentleman behind the brand, the Loteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we bring and, and and with that too and there's two different cultures in craft and it's really important that, that we know this and I mentioned it a few moments ago and why we we're in El Paso and why we didn't go Austin or Houston there's the culture of adventure which mm-hmm. is millennial and they're going to try it they're the 25 to 
39-year-old that's going to try the brand. And then there's also the culture of heritage, which is why we're in El Paso. And it's the perfect marriage, those two coming together. Because I know with the brands that we brew, that George, Steve, and Zach create for us every day, we have the consumer on the millennial side. Mm -hmm. But the really cool part of this is the appealing to the Latino consumer that has not had a craft or been told to drink a Bud Light because Pitbull says it's cool. <laughs> we want you to try local Buzz. Yeah. Come on over to the fold. That's the bridge. Let's yeah. do it. And then let's yeah. experiment the, um, the, f the uh, several beers that we're going to try together and ask us questions, learn with us. Smoking. And the whole time we're... Uh, we, we, we hope we're here and helping you do what you need to do. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and, and then, like I said, El Paso sit on their ways. The moment you bombard them with all this craft beer, it's when they're going to be like, holy shit, let me put my Bud Light on? aside. Yeah. And yeah. there's no judgment. You can have your Bud Light any time, but yeah. give craft beer a, a chance. chance. Yeah. And then, like, Local Buzz is a really good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then yes. I think I think people are going to appreciate the the barley wine. I think people yes. are always Hell surprised yes. by barley wine. I go topless. <laughs> I go topless. That's what your koozie says. Yeah. Yeah, you all got to check out these cans. I mean. Yeah, it's like come on, it's like oh no, I don't do cans. No, yes you do. You just flip the top off and you can just drink it from there. Yeah, I love people. While you cut the grass. This I love <laughs> seeing people's eyes when they crack our can for the first time. That's oh, always funny because they just get real. Ooh. Ooh. What is this? <laughs> sexy. Draft it's beer sexy. in a can. Yeah. All right. Keeps it delicious. Do we have any more questions? Where are we at? We are at an hour and 27 minutes. You see, Ooh, it nice. goes by fast. Yeah, I like being one of the longer ones. That's always <laughs> yeah. nice. It's like we had more to say. So I was searching for my fetish thing the whole time, right? Because I was so scared you were going to ask that. Yeah, you're talking up the fetishes. Yeah, so it's I, not on the I'm list, but you know what? I'm, no, I'm going to end it with the really... What is your it's, fetish? It's not a fetish. What is your this fetish? Was, it's it's not okay a, to say. No, this, is, this is not a fetish, but it was going to be how I answered it, so you got to hear it because I'm thinking about it. You scared me with that right off the bat. So I have this English bulldog pup. Right, purebred. Starting out weird. Start no, no, listen. Yeah, it's not that weird, Zach. And he is so cool, but most English Bulldogs you buy because they're lazy and they're fat. Yes. Right? I got the one that is ADD. He's HD, ADD. Squirrel. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, like squirrel. And so when you lay on the couch, he has this huge fetish himself of teabagging you on your face. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, so if my wife lets him in and I'm But I'm he's still small. So it's like these tiny Oh no no no, no. he's sixty five pounds. So oh, if oh, oh, I thought you said puppy. No 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 no. He's three years old now. So oh. any anyone you want to lay on the couch, my favorite thing is lay down. Close your close your eyes. And then let Pudge in because he's going to teabag you fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was my answer to your question. Uh, this guy That's your dog fetish. <laughs> what you is guys. your fetish? Yeah, I don't even know that I can it's follow okay that. It's okay if you oh, say you wear good. fishnets while you wear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I wear a nice, uh, nice brassiere. <laughs> that's our <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. 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 Hey, Welcome you know what? Maybe you can start making an English hill. And yeah. call it what? What is what is your uh, dog's name? Pudge. 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 Pudge Ale. After Pudge Rodriguez. Pudge Ale. Thank you for having us. Cheers. Thank you for coming. Cheers, El Paso. Thank you so much to Troy and uh, Ingeniero Lorenzo Licenciado.
Because you call me comadre. <laughs> Thank you, Glazers, for uh, for bringing this. I, I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you for contacting us and, you know, asking us to, to host this podcast. Mm. We're more than yes. happy to do it every time you bring somebody. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us We've on. We've done it's it for all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like for all of them. This Independence, is cool. this Revolver. Is cool. Yeah, it's been yeah. a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, very so cool. hopefully. Thank you for Corners. Yeah. Thank you, Zach and Robbie, for coming out here. Thank you for, like, making this amazing beer. Yes. I need a big no cock shirt. I want to wear a big <laughs> cock. Seriously. Well, one of the original shirt ideas that somebody pitched us was just to have our rooster logo kind of lower on our shirt and above that just have it say nice. Nice <laughs> cock. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a nice you should one. do that. Yeah, I think you, yeah, you it guys sell. make that shirt. Yeah, the more ridiculous you get with things, the more you sell it. Seems like. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I need great. one of those. Thank you for having us. But for now, yeah, I'll just go topless. Chingon, topless. Thank you so much, Zach and Robbie and LD and Troy and Juan and everybody else. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Ralph. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. As always, I insist, send us a message, comment, follow us, all that stuff. Leave a review on iTunes, on Google Play. It helps us get more listeners. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know. And come visit us at Black Orchid. You never know. Thank you, guys. See you recording. Love you.